My name is Carl Anthony, and I work in the automotive industry in Detroit. Sometimes that work encompasses future vehicle technology, and that's what we talk about here, for the most part anyway. This is AutoVision News Radio. This news comes as Danielle and I are looking for a new vehicle. Our 2014 Ford Focus, we said that we were going to drive the wheels off of it, and well, it looks like we did just that. To the point where it's in service now, but it's looking like the repair bill has the potential to be quite high, and so we're thinking that it might be best to just try and find something brand new at this point. By the way, for this episode of AutoVision News Radio, I'm flying solo. I usually have a guest, but it's going to just be me in your ear this time around. AutoVision News Radio is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The focus that we have now, it was the car that Danielle had before we got married. At the beginning of 2022, we hit about 130,000 miles on the car, give or take. And we had some service work done to it. We said, well, we'll drive it for a year. And then after that, we'll see what's going on. If we need to get something new, then we will. Or if not, we can keep driving our gray Focus. Well, over the weekend, we had an unexpected mechanical breakdown. Now we're thinking that it's just time to get something new. What I worry about is that so many people right now are in the same boat. It feels like prices all around us are continuing to rise. We're seeing this in the news. We're seeing it on social media. So it's increasingly important to budget and and really stretch every dollar. Vehicles we know are already expensive, second only to a house. However, the average price paid for a new vehicle in the United States in June of 2022 was the highest on record, marking the first time the average transaction price for a new vehicle surpassed $48,000. $48,043 to be exact, this according to new data released by Kelly Blue Book, a Cox automotive company. This surpasses the previous high of 47202 set in December of 2021. Prices in June of 2022 were up 12.7%, that's about $5,400, when compared to June of 2021. According to the press release from Kelly Blue Book, customer demand has remained strong despite continued supply issues, meaning that dealerships can sell their inventory at or above MSRP, which is sometimes called over-the-sticker price. Some of these over-the-sticker prices we're seeing are substantial. It's not just a few thousand, but it's, it's multiple thousands over the factory MSRP. In June of 2022, new vehicles from Honda, Kia, and Mercedes-Benz were transacting on average between 6.5% and about 9% over MSRP. That's not the case with every automaker, at least not that high. Uh, For example, Kelly Blue Book found that Buick, Lincoln, and Ram were only selling at about 1% below MSRP, but still right at MSRP, which is historically higher than it's been in the past. In terms of non-luxury versus luxury vehicles, here's what Kelly Blue Book found, and both are at record highs. The average price for a new non-luxury vehicle as of June 2022 is $43,942. That's up $615 from May of 2022. 
Buyers in the non-luxury segment paid an average of $1,017 above sticker price. Likewise, compact cars, they were up $146, midsize cars up $325. Meanwhile, the average luxury buyer paid $66,476 for their new vehicle. That's up about $1,100. Now, automakers are also more apt to allocate their resources such as a limited supply of semiconductors, they're more apt to allocate these resources towards vehicles with higher profit margins, like luxury vehicles or higher trim level vehicles. So that might explain some of the findings here. Uh, but for comparison, luxury vehicles were selling for nearly $825 under MSRP just a year ago in 2021. Electric vehicles also saw an increase average transaction price for a new EV, over $66,000. I'm going to leave a link in the description to the full story from Kelly Blue Book. And now in the press release, there's a chart that shows the average transaction price by manufacturer, make and model, as well as by segment. From my vantage point, there's a few things worth discussing. One is this nagging inclination I have that consumers don't feel like there's an end in sight, that cars are only going to continue to get more expensive, especially when studies like this most recent one from Kelly Blue Book reinforce that idea. Before I was doing Automoblog and AutoVision News full-time, I worked the auto show circuit with FCA and was a member of Chevy's national truck team. These are two full-scale experiential marketing programs that travel the United States. At the end of every event, we would gather up consumer feedback, and price was always among the top comments. And this wasn't just specific to FCA or GM vehicles, but this was just across the board. Now, I was doing this job, I was part of these teams Back between 2015 and 2019, price was a concern across the board for consumers. So now that auto shows are, are back and experiential marketing programs can resume again, I imagine that a lot of my former coworkers and colleagues will be hearing a lot of these same comments again, but even more so. So not only would they be hearing feedback about new vehicle prices being high, but also how the supply is so low at their local dealership that either they can't get anything or if they can, uh, the price is so much higher than the MSRP. And historically, that's not how we do things in, in automotive retail. You see all kinds of articles about ways to buy below MSRP and to make sure you ask for every rebate and keys to negotiating the best deal and how to get the invoice price. So now we're at a point in history where it's odd to say, now if you can just get the vehicle at MSRP, that seems to be a, a huge deal. So I can imagine that my former coworkers and colleagues are hearing a lot of those types of comments. Now we add in everything related to future mobility, from ADAS to electrification, and it's easy to see why consumers would be worried about vehicles getting more expensive. They might like ADAS technology. They might believe in the benefits of autonomy. They might be interested in owning an EV for their next vehicle, but worried about the cost. Back when I was at Wayne State University here in Detroit, 
my economics professor went into Paul Samuelson's 1983 work, Foundations of Economic Analysis. And she used this as an example to, one, illustrate the complexity of economics as a subject, which is a podcast in and of itself. But she also used it to show just how in-depth the concept of equilibrium is. And I really wish I could go back to that class now and sit in on one of Ms. Johnson's lectures. Uh, Because when you look at this most recent data from Kelly Blue Book through an economic lens, it's incredibly interesting. And Ms. Johnson used to say all the time that economics touches everything we do every day. And this is just a prime example of that, this most recent study from Kelly Blue Book. What are you seeing from your vantage point? And what possible solutions are there to reducing the cost of vehicles, especially if we're going to add increased ADAS functionality or more features via a software-defined architecture? Are we moving into an era where the average consumer can no longer afford the average car? And supply chain difficulties aside, do automakers run the risk of trying to monetize the software-defined car too much, to the point where the thought of driving becomes insufferable because now you just have a giant advertisement on four wheels? I'm going to leave a link to my LinkedIn profile in the description. Please feel free to reach out to me with your thoughts, with your insights, and with your experiences on this topic. Reporting in Detroit, I'm Carl Anthony, AutoVision News Radio.